Hey, what's up, YouTube? We're back after a week. Uh, welcome back to the Cheeky, Cheeky Blinders podcast. We've taken another hiatus because everyone just gets bored and lazy with this. So it just you gotta, you know, you gotta take it when it, when we can get it. You know, so we have all three of us back in studio today, which is a rare occurrence these days. So I feel like every other week we have one person down or something like that. Actually, next week I'm gonna be out too. So just FYI, so we don't have to record next week. So I bet you guys are pumped. But um, I'm gonna be out next week. But we're going to try to bring you as much coverage as we can of this upcoming Premier League season because it's about to kick off. Cover some little bit of MLS in this episode. Talk about all the latest on transfers because there's literally every other day there's a, new tra- a huge transfer that's happening. This is the season of transfers. Um, and we're going to talk to you about, obviously, our favorite segment, Crazy Shit of the Week, which we don't get rid of ever. Um, and maybe we'll just like call Maddie Lou real quick and see if he wants to do a quick little interview. This will be a surprise interview, so we'll keep everybody you know on their toes. Uh, but welcome back, guys. Um, how was your week off? From what did you do instead of podcasting for last week? I can't remember what everyone did. Well, I had some. I had some work. Did you at least win? Oh yeah, it was a grinder. It's like five two. Wow. Okay. Yeah. For softball, I feel like that's but like we also low. Play like kids. <laughs> what is this? Your work league? Uh, no, it's the Long Beach League. We Ooh, were, uh, sorry. Yeah, like, they're like the like, couple kids like are they were the end. Like one of the bars on like Long Beach, but like they were like must be the bar bags so oh that's kids to you now yeah oh, okay. <laughs> well I have a birthday <laughs> oh yeah okay true so now you, yeah, are you like calling kids whippersnappers yet um I used to say you know it's funny I actually the day I said it all the time because I kind of hate the city now ooh um, that's uh, a bold claim oh in this well like right hold now. on like, like do you go to like Avenue and Marquee? Like no. Oh well, I never. Again? Well, we were never clubbers. So, so really when matter. I was like twenty one to my twenty two, like twenty two, when I, I say this to people, oh my younger twenties, I used to go. Play. How far, I used it, to go to the Avenue and Marquee. Does it hurt to say that, or you just think you just not even think about it? Oh, anymore? I could say, and I, I like. I think it's hilarious. Yeah, like you could like, say like, oh, how old are you? I have twenty seven. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so funny because I go, oh yeah, my I used to go to my younger twenties used to love that shit. Yeah. Okay. All kinda, right. it, it's just something I found out that's kinda I mean, I don't know if I'm excited about that age yet or not. I haven't really decided yet. I don't know. Well, I don't so like you, we don't even so go you your first wedding, right, didn't you? Yeah, we just went to the, yeah, but it wasn't even like one of our friends' weddings. It was okay. just like it was Eric's brother's wedding. <laughs> so it wasn't it was like a family invite. Oh, okay, it wasn't yeah, like a real yeah. it wasn't a real wedding yet. I have three weddings in August. Wow. Shit. Holy shit. Um, Isn't that expensive as shit? One in September and then one in October. <laughs> okay. Well. So wedding season's upon me. Are you going to be watching so- like the EPL? I'm assuming it's a Saturday. Like their Saturday. Yeah, wedding. so I have every Friday off. Uh, and, uh, what a from, life you live. Do you know you're just at the beach all, at all times. Like you get off these random days. <laughs> yeah, dude, you're right. <laughs> it does get expensive. Yeah. So I'm like still recovering from Montreal. <laughs> like, that was like two months ago, right? <laughs> that was being the summer. <laughs> yeah, okay. well, that, well, Montreal is a good time, I bet. So that's like not really, that's not really a good comparison. But these other ones should be a good time. Don't worry. Don't worry. You'll save some money at some point, somewhere along the line. Summer, yeah. All right. Well, uh, Joe, on your day off, what did you do? I worked. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> so that was really fun. Oh, so it was in a day off. Have yeah. you guys been to Parker House? <laughs> I have twice this summer. Fuck. Yeah. We get so many snatches so though. Have you never been? I saw video was there like last week. Yeah. 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 That rat. That's what we call him. He's a rat. <laughs> He'll listen to this and he'll. Yeah. And I won't see him actually for like two weeks. So I can call him all I want. I just have to put it off for like two hey, weeks. Maybe, so can maybe I can play your team next week. You guys. Are yeah. Do you guys hear that? Team. Everyone on our team that listens. Maybe Mike can play this week. This next couple. Yeah. Take my spot. Yeah. Oh, sure. Is there everyone here? Is everyone nah, hearing this? Rush is full. <laughs> <laughs> no. Game's locked. Have you ever had that as a kid? No. Game's locked. Game's locked. Can't play. We actually, we could have used him because we lost two one. They were good. But For everyone that tired. keeps up on our tabs of our uh, league, so we've actually now got what is it? Two losses. Ooh, one tie and one win. Yeah, That's we're not. Happening. Uh, we're falling apart. Yeah. Which is actually not even fair because, uh, like, all of our losses are to like good the good teams. Like we beat the teams that we should beat, except for the first team. Yeah. We're, just, we're all rusty. That's how we'll just leave it up to rust. And then the other two losses, we lost two one in heartbreakers, heartbreaking fashion. Yeah. Just not enough heart out there, you know. <laughs> that's just, that's all it is. We just need to put more effort and more heart into it. I need to put on the captain's armband, is what I'm saying. I need to get that. I need to get an armband. Just show up. We played a kid last week that actually wore an armband. That's it was amazing. absurd. Like imagine playing like seven aside and then some kids wearing an armband. But it's hard because like kid was also a unit. But I think also that like, that guy like that is doing that on, like for a reason. Where if you did one or anybody else who's like normal, it'd be funny. Like, oh, yeah, true. Captain's there. Unless yeah. they were doing it to be funny. No, it wasn't. Uh, he wasn't doing it to be funny. I could tell. No, I could tell it wasn't to be funny. Um, 
But yeah, so that's that's our update on our league. And Mike isn't allowed to play because Kenta said he can. <laughs> so Kent, I don't know if Kenta listens to this, I'll but I'll pass the ball to him. Like, I yeah. don't know what the big deal is. Yeah, well, Kenta's a great ringer, though. Yeah, who's amazing. He has like eight games a night. Yeah, <laughs> he, yeah. he just constantly playing at all times. <laughs> so yeah, all right. So Mike has beef with Kenta. That's what this podcast is coming to. This is, these are all people that nobody has any idea who they are. So hopefully you guys enjoy our like people. We could be making all these people up, but nobody would know. Um, well, Kenta's. I love Kenta. Is uh, his, uh, like he's so Japanese. Like his father's name is Masutoshi. Wow! <laughs> wow! Oh, shit. So is it Mat- Masutu- Masutoshi son? Is that his son? <laughs> yeah. It's Masutoshi son. Sure, yeah, that's yeah. how you do it. That's what that's what you do. In, in, sure. To, that's so, Japanese respect. So yeah. Well, we can ask Fernando Torres when we get him on the podcast since he's there now, <laughs> yeah. and Andres Iniesta too. Yeah. We can ask them all about it. Um, but on my day off, I did nothing. So I just <laughs> wow. instead I just watched TV. That was what I did instead. Um, I put together our little, our, we have like a little schedule that we talk about for everyone that's, you know, listening in. We have a little schedule about everything that goes on. Um, so we're going to get to our first segment, which is our EPL preview. First and foremost, this weekend, for everyone that's excited about soccer, uh, for the first, I guess, if you want to call it Premier League game of the season, even though it's not really, a, a, it doesn't matter for points towards the Premier League, but... It's the Community Shield. Mourinho counted it as a trophy two years ago. Oh, so now we get to well, count it as trophy. <laughs> yeah. So now we get to, so if you win it, it counts as a trophy. But if you don't win it, you get to say, you just say yeah. It's like a preseason. Yeah, it's like, not. Yeah. It's the like, easiest yeah. thing yeah to say in the world. It's just like like how Real Madrid wins the Club World Cup like every other year. Yeah. They get to say it was a trophy, but nobody pays it. Nobody knows it's, it's happening in like Dubai, and nobody's paying attention to it because it's at weird like, hours. On a Thursday. Yeah, and you just don't pay Morning. attention to it. But you get to put it on your jersey as like a, a you won the Club World Cup. I don't know. I don't. It's like one of those things that you don't really. You can be like, oh, it doesn't matter for anything. But if you win it, then you have to put it on your jersey. It's a big it's deal. It's actually a great idea. But then everyone's just like, oh, they're still playing. You yeah. Know? <laughs> <laughs> like what? <laughs> um, so that's so that's what's happening this weekend. So obviously we've got two very staunch uh, Chelsea supporters in here that are going to be rooting for rooting for Chelsea and the new coach Maurizio Sarri, who just chain smokes ex banker. Um, Pretty much he's just, just yeah, he's a hashtag six inside kind of guy. So it's got if you you gotta like him oh, right off the bat. There was a picture of Ancelotti smoking today too. Well, he always smokes. Yeah. And his last game at Real Madrid, he was caught on the side of the bench. He was just outside of the bench, just smoking a cigarette. Yeah, on I saw field. today. He was like leaning over the bench. And yeah. Like, Dude, like everyone can see. So I don't think he gives a fuck. I don't know. Jules and you, because he's because he's not a millennial. They're not millennials. They don't know about the movement. No, or they just or they're too proud and they don't want to do it. They're like, no, I'm sticking to the old ways, the old good ways of you know getting cancer. Because I feel like I feel like jewel pods aren't like taxed, are they? Do you know? No, no. I I don't know enough. Something's got to be. Yeah, there's got to be some kind of. Because the cigarettes, a pack of cigarettes, actually costs like seven dollars. Whatever, and then like plus whatever. New York City's like fifteen. Yeah, but I I don't think Jules like that. Yeah, I I'm trying to say so. Maybe that's yeah. why. So are you saying that he's helping the economy by buying cigarettes? Yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. Big, so are we advocating cigarettes on this podcast now? Yeah. Big tobacco sponsor us. We'll do. We'll say whatever the fuck you want us to say. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we got that game. Chelsea, Man City, Man City, and Chelsea kind of both playing with depleted squads. Nothing, you know. Yeah, guys played from this World Cup. They're Any still on World vacation. Cup, so yeah. yeah, so it's like Hazard's gonna be missing for Chelsea, as we said. Maybe Willian is back for that game. Uh, who else is missing? Courtois is still on vacation. Courtois, Giroud, Conte. <laughs> oh, good. Cahill. Oh, basically, That's basically good. Conte, your most important player. So maybe we might not win this. <laughs> no, so it doesn't matter. It's not a trophy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah it doesn't yeah. count. But City's also playing pretty depleted. They don't have De Bruyne. Uh, I don't know who else is on vacation on that team. I'm saying, is Aguero still or is Aguero? No, Aguero's back. back. He's back. Jesus is back. Oh, might, they might be playing. Well. Oh, yeah. They might be having something good. Is Sane happening. back? Yeah, he's yeah. oh, he's he, back. He I saw him take, ripping time. shots with his dreads. He's back. Yeah, basically they've had their whole yeah, team. They have like, I'm sure David Silva's back. They yeah, I would have to see. imagine. He's so back. I don't. I don't no. know. <laughs> yeah, well, he's. he's <laughs> Um, so if you had to make a prediction though on that game, just so everyone everyone's getting their soccer gambling back, like now we're back in the spirit. Everyone Actually, gambling's the legal. Now two one Chelsea win. Oh, is that your non biased opinion? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I'm Fucking bullshit. Two Chelsea. Where are you getting all these goals from? <laughs> I don't know where these goals are coming from from either of you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get some. I'm gonna say three two, and then Chelsea one of them's a set piece. Okay, well, I'm going to go the exact opposite of you guys. I'm going to say 2 nothing City. I say Chelsea doesn't score a goal. They don't have... Marat's back. That's what you have. That's oh, what you have going for you. Hold on, new Italian manager. It's going to be heavy defense. No, it's heavy. No, he's very big on the counterattack. But then again, also, we just... We 
into Rolan and retie them and then go to PKs. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm, th I'm thinking that maybe this game is going to be super I'm going to call it probably going to be super boring, this Community Shield. And I think it's going to be a one nothing win or 2 nothing win for City. I don't think Chelsea scores a goal. They don't have the guys. They don't have their main. If they don't have Conte and they don't have um, Hazard, those are your two most important guys. Like on any team maybe in the world, those are your two most important pieces. And you don't have them. Jorginho can only make up so much ground. He had a fantastic preseason. <laughs> yeah, well, he had a fantastic preseason. So let's give him credit where credit is due. But I don't know. So that's my prediction for our first quote-unquote Premier League action going on. I don't know what's going to happen this season. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This is going to be a wild. This is going to be a wild ride for this Premier League. Can City be as good as they were last year? Let's give our top. You know what? Let's give our top four prediction. Man. Yeah, it's just like honestly, like I, I was thinking about it. I was going through some rosters, like. Liverpool just made the Champions League fine. You know what I mean? Like, stuff like that. Yeah, just like, and they add Jordan Shakiri. And then they have, like, a And they add Yeah, it's and like... And Puppy. Like, and Allison. Like, Manu obviously not doing that as well, but, like... I think it's going to be City, Chelsea, Liverpool, Tottenham. This is, like, the most biased... Yeah, well, 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 Chelsea have only Europa League. And then, until the knockout stage, which is not until... Like springish, they'll play like all their youth guys. Oh, so you're the saying teams that are so right. bad, right? And Chelsea are notorious when they're not in Champions League. They do really well. Yeah, they actually won the last league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Tenth that year. Oh, yeah. so that's why. Yeah, that's yeah. what happened. That's fucked up, yeah. man. <laughs> and they somehow won a Champions League. Yeah, the yeah. other guys came and they're like, "Oh, let's do this." <laughs> and Diego Costa, and then they won, and then they have a shit year. Then they win. It goes back and forth, and back and forth. Okay. So we'll see what happens, but yeah, that's my top. Now. Yeah, you're right. They don't have Champions League, so they don't have to really worry about it. That's what that's the worst thing for a team who's like City defending a fucking title. I think that they can do it. If there's a team that can defend a title, if they play the same exact way that they played last season, they, that was good enough. That's also so, a heavy schedule, right? Like, yeah, they've got a ridiculous schedule. I think now, if you're City, do you care more about winning Champions League than you'll care about winning the Premier League? Or not actually if you Pep, right? That's true, so yeah. Pep, Pep, awesome. Even if you're City, though. Pep fucking... Like City really Pep did, like, Champions everything was so far away. What did Pep do with Barcelona? He did the Bayern as yeah. well. But he didn't win Champions League with Bayern, right? Mm -hmm. No, because when did they win? 2013? They won 20 with, uh, No, no. Well, they beat Dortmund in the final. Yeah. Was, was that 2011? Was that our senior year of high school? And my, yeah, I think yeah, Robin that scored that goal. Robin yeah. scored the goal. Yeah, it was a boring-ass well. game. Yeah. <laughs> it was in... Was it It was at Wembley. Oh, really? Sick. I don't know why I remember that. <laughs> this is why we have you on here. This, <laughs> is, this is the input that you can give us on a, on a week to week basis. What's your top three, Pat? I'm gonna give you my top four. Oh! I'm gonna give you City first. I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you Liverpool second. I'm gonna give you Tottenham third. And I'm gonna give you Chelsea four. They're gonna sneak into guy. that. Tottenham have Tottenham are still good. They didn't sign anybody, but they're still really good. They have the same. They basically have the England roster that went all the way to the final. I guess what? almost they're not gonna do good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm just saying that they have a chance to finish almost there again. Like they're one of those almost teams. They have almost players and they have an almost, almost team, team, so they'll finish third. So they'll be close though. It'll be. I think it'll be a tighter race at the top this year. Be nice and nice and tight. I think Liverpool got way better than owners like that. Isn't that suck? Like, isn't that suck for you guys? He's so good. I mean, his over the head, like, over kick goal against Man United. He's as tall as Joe. Yeah. This guy's just like. Dude, also, calves are made of steel. They're it's not fucking like, insane. Like, if you actually look at a picture of it, fake. I'm like, yeah, yeah it actually does look. That's what I was gonna say. It looks like it looks fake. How big is? <laughs> they're bigger than my head, number one. So that's and that's pretty hard. It's a huge head. So like, those calves are like they could they could I don't even know like like crush a tank if they needed to. So I'm all in on him. Definitely getting minutes, for sure. Maybe even starting, depending on how well he plays. But they've also got that front three still in Sané. They've got Firmino, and they've still got um, and they've got Salah. So, did I say Sané? I meant to say Mane. Yes. Mane. Yeah, okay, my bad. Everybody, my bad, my bad. I know what I'm talking about. Shut up. I'm tired. This podcast is draining my life because we were minutes away. Not minutes. We're like an hour and... 42 minutes away from Real Madrid versus uh, Man United. So, in Miami. So, when you guys are listening to this, you'll already know the score. Uh, but I'm just going to give you my <laughs> score prediction right now for tonight. It's going to be 2-1 Madrid. Okay. Mourinho's going to complain. <laughs> That's not a hard one to guess, though. The referees. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Something's different. Something's going to be wrong tonight. The, the weather was controlled by somebody, and it wasn't to their favor. Ooh, so, it's going to yeah. rain. Well, I don't know if Miami is going to rain. supposed to rain tonight? It's like Sunday. <laughs> oh, well, you're... F oh, shit, because I got to go. You know what? I'm going on vacation Saturday. So there you go. LBI. It's a vacation. Well, I'm yeah, it's my family. Leave us alone. Are they, like, flying somewhere? Don't, no, no. I'm not, like, going a big... I'm not going on a big trip. That's for later. Are you going for, like, a week? Yeah. It's fucking sick. Yeah, I'm pumped. 
I haven't, take, I haven't been off since January. That's nice. I'm always grinding with this podcast, you know? <laughs> We're just randomly DMing every person that we can on Instagram. Today, we we DMed Rebecca Lowe just to give it a shot, see if she would want to come on. No. Yeah. <laughs> Be careful because she might come on and we're going to explain, you're going to explain that comment. Yeah. So, Rebecca, if you want to come in and address that comment, let us know. That's that's for you. Yes or no. <laughs> um, all right, so now you've got our top, now you got our top four. Uh, at least for all of us. So, I mean, mine's going to be right because I've been great with predictions on this podcast so far. So just FYI, I'm the, I'm the prediction king. But now I need you guys to fill me in on probably your bottom three. And let me give you some because I don't know if you guys know everyone that's off the top of your head that might be bottom. But here are some good people that might be. So you got Bournemouth, maybe. Cardiff City, maybe a bottom team. Huddersfield, maybe a bottom team. Uh, Huddersfield, really? Maybe, maybe, I don't know. I mean, I think that they could, yeah, they were good, but, like, I don't know how well can they keep that up. Southampton, surprisingly, another team on that list. Um, Crystal Palace, maybe, also in that mix. Oh, wow. I'm telling you, you got to make a This is so fucking top-heavy. Look at this league. It's such a joke. Well, then you also got to (laughs) appreciate the guys that, like, Fulham just came up and Wolves just came Dude, up. Fulham got a six signing, didn't they? Fulham got they signed Sherla. Ja- yeah. They signed Andre Sherla. They signed John Michael Seri. Then they yeah. they also just got Mitrovic right from yeah. Newcastle, who was like yes. was pretty good in the yes. air, pretty good yes. scorer. I mean, they got they've signed some good guys. Like yeah. I, okay. I'd be a little Sorry. bit nervous. Fulham are making moves. You got our big our big dick swinging. Uh, what's his name? Shahid Khan, who owns the Jacksonville Jaguars, also owns Fulham. Yeah, so American influence in the Premier League again. I think you know Liverpool <laughs> with the ball, but also owns Boston, whatever group that is, like the Boston whatever group on Liverpool. LeBron's also a part-time owner in Liverpool. Actually, even though today he said that the Lakers need a winning mentality, like Man United or like uh, what was the other one, like the like the Knicks. I think he compared it to maybe too. I don't remember. Well, I don't know. He compared it to or the Yankees. I think he said Yankees. <laughs> no, I think he said the Knicks just because everyone expects so much of them and they always blow it or whatever. But like he said. That the Lakers have that need to have that same mentality. I forget. I forget who he's comparing it to. But then, and said, but he said United instead of saying like maybe somebody that you're a part owner in like Liverpool, maybe directly complimenting their arch rivals. Can't do that. I don't think he understands how this works. So, I guess it's up to Shahid Khan to you know owner of Jacksonville. I don't know. Is he? I guess his count as American. I don't do. I don't know. He has a huge fucking boat he parks right in the bay. Oh, nice. When I went to uh, that, uh, I went to the Halloween Georgia Florida game and. It was like it's unreal. His boat's like the overtakes over the bridge to see the stadium. Yeah, dude, it's as big as the stadium. Nice, it's like parked right there. Pumped. That's awesome. It's awesome. You went to that game too. I was working that at the time. No, okay. Well, <laughs> that also helps. Yeah, well, I mean, got to go to the game, so that's a big benefit. Um, all right, so that's for for that. Our reasoning is that Fulham does not get relegated. <laughs> but if I had to say, if I had to pick people that get relegated. Uh, my first one, I'm sorry to say, I'm going to say Bournemouth. I think Bournemouth gets relegated. I don't think they made any significant signings in the offseason. I think teams that have come up are just, you know, better than them. I think, you know, Wolves, for example, they had, I think, one of the highest goal-scoring conversion rates or, like, goal-scoring records of um, the league, uh, the championship. So they're coming up with that. Fulham make a bunch of signings. I think that that will help them, you know, help them at least progress above 18, 19, 20 spots. We should lock so. in um, uh, uh, parlay, finish, top three, bottom three. All of us. Like, 20 bucks? As a, as a group, and then we'll become millionaires. That's the easiest, yeah, and we're really good at this, so obviously. And yeah. I want to do one for NFL as well. Okay. Do one for the Browns. Oh, the Browns won the Super Bowl? Lock, <laughs> lock that, too? All right, yeah, we can lock that. Yeah, fuck it. Who gives a shit? Uh, all right, so that's so that's our top four, I guess, bottom three. Those are some of the – so the bottom three, not to shit on anybody who's a supporter of any of those teams, but those are the teams that didn't impress me in the offseason with any transfer that they did, any business that they did, and they didn't impress me enough last season to say, like, oh, you know what, they did well enough and they have a good enough manager and they have good enough squad to stay up. That's my reasoning for picking those guys is, like, you know, kind of the bottom feeders um, – of the Premier League. I was going to try to come out. Who's the guy that said, was it Stephen A. Smith that said that he's a bottom feeder? That he knows he's an ass guy? Yeah. Yeah, Stephen A. Smith. Yeah. yeah. So those are those are the bottom feeders of the Premier League. So if you support those teams, you're definitely a bottom feeder. Stephen A. Smith. Yeah. You're crazy. All right. But now we also need to predict top scorers. I want you to shout out names. You tell me if he's above or below okay. 20 goals. Sergio Aguero. Above or below? Below. Wow. That's huge. I say below as well. He- I say above. I say above for Aguero. I say below for Jesus. I'm I say, opposite. 
I, I, I have a feeling that Asus is going to get more tap-ins or more chances to make a Harry Kane. Okay. Well, how many does Harry Kane get? Above or below 20? Above. 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 Okay, fair. Salah. Above. above. No, but let me change it. Above or below 28? Do you think below? That's, I'm going to say below, too. I think that was a one-season wonder. Yeah, I agree. I don't think We're talking about just EPL, right? Yeah, yeah. It's EPL. Yeah, below. So. But overall, he's going to have James Z. Like Jamie Vardy, above or below 18? Below. Below. These are good numbers, right? It could be like a bookie maker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So who do you think the top score, score is going to be then? Oh, we have to do one more. Firmino. Above or below 20? Below. I say above. Just, I feel like they're all going to pass the side. I think Harry Kane will be top. How many? Really Above uh, what? I think I'll have 26. But I'm going to lie too. I think also, if Shakiri gets in the starting lineup, he's going to get so many chances. They're all gonna I don't be, think that he's like a line. bulk goal scorer. No, no, no. I mean, that. I think they're just going to like try to feed him the ball when Sane, um, Sane, when Mane and like Salah go deep. He's going to just track back, get behind the ball, and just fucking rip him. And I like just. I feel like he's gonna have some more, more chance because he doesn't do much work. So what's your above, South, what's your above under? I'm saying in Southampton, he was doing so much fucking work, like running around. Stoke. 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 Oh, what about Stoke? Because he hasn't been amazing on any club team he's played. Who was? Who was I thought he was good for, on Stoke. Who was the coach for Stoke? Was it Lambert? Mark Hughes. Was so, it Mark Hughes? Who's the last coach? The most recent so he coach. He said that like one of the te- his own teammates he said basically that one of the coaches were like just on his like was like he's like it's like a high school team. Everyone passed it to like those you know the Italians like that was basically yeah. took men, and then they said a the whole thing where they were like the coach basically yeah they said that he got special privileges like Shakira got was. special privileges or whatever yeah, yeah. it was um, Mark Hughes it was Mark Hughes is the one that Still, let him do whatever he wants last year yeah. Yeah, so they were saying that he got special treatment and he's allowed to do whatever he wants. They were all his water boys because, like, he was a. Yes, well, he was yes. the star of that team. Dude, I he think was. That's what I'm trying to say. He got yeah. so freaking, like, on the map because of that. And then now, obviously, he went to, like, um, we kept a bar into there. But anyway, yeah. but, dude, I think I think he's going to get, like, I want to say above 20. He's going to get a lot of points. I'm going to say you're wrong. I'm going to say he's going to get below 10. <laughs> I'm going to say we're going to do on two opposite sides of the spectrum. Well, maybe we've got it covered, though. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Unless he gets in between. <laughs> Which he might. I don't know. It's going to be tough. If I had to give him a book, if I was making a book, if I was making betting odds on my book, I was going to say, I'm going to say that he, his above, his over or above, like whatever, like his, or like the over on his thing was going to be nine. I would say that's, that would be what the bookies would make it, if I had to guess. Like he'll probably be somewhere around nine. In Termalan, it talks to sign Luka Modric. No, they won't get him. Reported by Sky Sports. Uh-oh, fuck. Watch Sky Sports out. reports it. That's bad. We'll get to transfers in a minute, so hold on to that one. <laughs> hold on. Yeah, don't. Stop. <laughs> um, all right, but we got to finish. All right, let's finish off some of, some of these predictions. Top assist now. If you had to choose somebody who's going to be leading assists in the Premier League. Jorginho. Wow, okay. I don't. I disagree, but okay. That's Well, how many assists? 15. Wow. That's more What's than Sané last year. I don't know. I think it's somewhere like around 18 with Fabregas yeah. or something like that. Or it's above 20 with Fabregas, right? Uh, Fabregas has that record, I think. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. He's just like... Fuck. I choose De Bruyne. I choose De Bruyne. He gets it again. He I, Like, some of the passes that he put in last year are were, Done. like, insane. He's, like, on the opposite side of the field, and he's threading through on the ground perfect passes into, like, Aguero or to, yeah. like, Sané. And they he would just has, like, off. some sort of technique where, like, it's in his mid stride, and they look like just so effortless. Yeah, and, but they, he pings it too, though. That's the thing. He pings it. It's amazing. I'm like, I'm in awe whenever he does it. So he that's looks like a guy who has like a chocolate bar on his wall. Yeah, kind of. He looks like one of those. Yeah, like, yeah. I can see like, that. Like a sweet tooth. Yeah, I agree with. I mean, I could agree with that. I also like. I'm a, a Toblerone. <laughs> yeah, just Toblerone. Just underneath his pillow at all times. <laughs> yeah, it looks one. like. Or like he got so like he got rewarded basically with chocolates when he was a kid, but then they took it away because maybe he was getting pudgy. So then like like he like now hides it underneath his pillows like his own special reward oh later my on. God. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, he's a case. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. Um, all right, so that's my top sister, and then who'd you say? Um, Did you not say see, Fabregas would be a good one to say because he if he literally, plays. Exactly. Yeah. He is the person who like, gets the ball. Yeah. Conte doesn't really assist. No. Nope. Um, you don't have to pick a Chelsea player. You don't have to look through the Chelsea players. Know, like, who's like at that caliber? Who's going to have the ball all the time? Like, I could say John Joe Shelby because no one else plays without him. No. No. <laughs> Wait, is he, is he on Newcastle still? Did he move? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with... Um, who had it last year? Slot? No, De Bruyne won it. 
Who's the other guy in the midfield that plays with uh, the Spanish guy? David Silva. Not the other one. Sorry, the Portuguese guy. Oh, Bernardo. Bernardo Silva. If he starts, that's another thing you got to be careful of. You know what? I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go. Eric says gonna be up there. I can see that's a good that's a stable pick because that might be true. Because he could that's, also you might lose goals and then it, it right, be right, and then he, exactly. So then that's it. That's, that's by assist. by default <laughs> assist. Yeah, just like last season. If everyone remembers how much we shit on Harry Kane for stealing Erickson's goals and then oh, getting okay. mad about getting mad at everyone else for getting mad at him for stealing goals. <laughs> so um, okay, that's a potential one. So we got Erickson, Jorginho, and De Bruyne. Um, I'll probably be right again. So everyone just you know, I also didn't pick my top scorer. I think it's also gonna be Harry Kane. So, okay, that's what I'm going with. I don't know if you picked the top score. I, was, I think I said Salah. Okay, all right. All right, so we'll go. So you're just going to go with who won last year? I said Salah or I said Shakuz and get plus 20. Okay, <laughs> all right. All right, all right, all right. Um, now, first coach to be fired. This is a big prediction. Who's on the hot seat the most? There's no one who is previously, like, like Big Sam doesn't have a job. You know what I mean? Those guys don't have, haven't got hired yet. I think. Like you, those those big yeah. four guys? Like, is Sam Allardyce still a coach? Uh, no, I don't think he's a coach of anybody right now, right? No, he's still, he's still out there looking for a job. He can, he can come on the podcast and work for us if he wants. We won't pay him, but he can come on. But I don't know. Alan Pardew doesn't have a job, right? Nope, he's out of a job, too. <laughs> you think Mourinho? I think, no, I don't think so. I don't think I would like to say yes, but I don't think United would sack somebody in the middle of the season. I think they would wait. I think they would play out the entire season and then sack Did they, did they sack that, that Dutch guy in the middle of the season, though? Van Hall. No, Van Hall, no. They just waited until after the season was over, and they just made him They made him quit. They made like, all right, you have to resign because we want to sign Mourinho instead of you. And he was like, fuck this, I'm out. So, yeah. I don't know. If I had to choose somebody... <sighs> I like really want to say Mourinho too, but I just don't think that United would ever because he just based on like the amount he's talked this entire off season. I just think that like it'd be abs- it'd be absurd if they kept him all season and then he didn't get results. I just think that that could be a big deal. I don't know. Who's Leicester's coach? Um, why can't I remember this now? I feel like that's that's gonna be a quick that's a revolving door in them because they have the money for anybody. Eh. Because think about like Claude Puel. Yeah. Because they, they fired the guy, or the team basically needed the dude. And then, um, I'm going to say he's about Claudio Ranieri? That they mutinied? Mm-hmm. They mutinied him, or he just didn't get results? No, well, he won the Premier League, and then they mutinied him. You know who also might be an interesting one that might get sacked? Is Manuel Pellegrini. He used to coach Real Madrid. He was part of that Malaga team that made a really deep run. They made a lot of good signings. They made a lot of good signings, but if they don't, yeah. I could see them in the middle of the season being like, you're not the guy... For this project, you gotta go. Wait, Pellegrini is doing the. Is on West Ham. Yeah, he's West Ham. <laughs> that was the other guy. Yeah. No. Uh, the Slavon Bilic. No, he's been gone for a while. No, <laughs> no, he's just another a psycho. Yeah, no, he's gone. He is. He no. So uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say Manuel Pellegrini probably for me is somebody that's gonna get sacked. But I also like the Mourinho pick potentially. I just have a hard time believing that yeah, a big name like that was gonna go as soon as possible. Yeah. For the first year transfer. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, okay. Well, moving on, if you don't have anybody. I said Leicester coach. Okay, so Claude Puel. Yeah, because they, they, they need, uh, they, they lost, what's his name? Uh, Red. Riyad uh, Mar. Oh, yeah, they did lose Ramirez as a fan, yeah. <laughs> Ever since they couldn't repeat their, their status as uh, Premier League champions, yeah. They lost, um, well, they might lose Harry Maguire. They might lose Harry It's yeah, a big it's might, a unless they give him, or they, they might give him a big pay raise, potentially. So maybe he stays. We'll talk about that when we get to transfer. We can't, we can't, we can't double dip here because then we lose content for later and people stop listening, even if they haven't stopped listening already. Um, and then, if you guys had to choose, this is the last one. Uh, who had a better off season in terms of transfer? Like, what team you impressed you the most in transfer window? Like, it doesn't matter about the amount of money they spent, just in general. Oh yeah, I think we talk about yeah. PSG. I would say you're talking about Premier League though. Yeah, just Premier League. Yeah. Fuck. Well, this is our this is our tune up for the Premier League because uh, this is what's happening. I think Liverpool did. Probably Liverpool. You think so? Yeah. So some of their signings that they got, Navi Keita, center midfielder, Fabinho, center midfielder, mainly a holding midfielder that plays a little bit back. Just guys to play over Henderson. Yeah. Well, no, Henderson's still going to start. He's their captain. He's their, Ger- he's their, he's their lesser Gerard. That's lesser. Like, yeah, Gerard, he's, exactly. a, he's a poor man's Gerard, but he'll still yeah. be there. And then uh, you got Jared on Shakiri too, who will also be a, a good signing as well. I feel like they, I feel like they signed somebody else. Allison. Oh, Allison, yeah. Why? How did I almost forget that? And also, too, Sturge is back. Well, he wants to be back. There's a difference. There's a difference between being back and wanting to be back.
be back. He's, he's so back. Yeah, they, well, I, we'll, we'll find out how back he really is. If Firmino goes off form and they need to put in somebody, Sturridge. I'm just saying, but like, they, have, they have some serious depth now. Like, if I was a Liverpool fan. They do have depth. For the first time in a while, I feel like they do have depth. I so. give it to all the chance for it's coming home to happen. Like, oh, we're going to win the Premier League. It's coming home. I wonder if they do. Do you think that's a big rallying cry? For Everyone's like, no, that's our chance. No, that's yeah, Arch-Chan. and everyone's <laughs> just going to claim it, and it's going to be a big war about who gets to have it. Some teams just got to do it, like, in the middle of the game first, and then solidify it as theirs. So you got to alpha everybody else by doing that. First game of the season. Yeah, just Can't right off the bat. It's coming home. <laughs> After the first goal, it's coming home. That's what you have to do. Um, I would have to say, yeah, maybe Liverpool's up there, but I also really liked what West Ham did with a lot of their signings. Like it just like, like they were big, like kind of bigger names. Yeah, right? like sneaky yeah. sign, like well, sneaky good sign, like big bigger names, but like not too big where they spent like just the right amount of money. I feel like like yeah, you're right because like Felipe they, Anderson, that's he's he's really good in the in uh like what did they put La you know what like what do they call the Italian league? Syria or Calcio? It's like Calcio now. Yeah, it's like the Calcio. I think it's back to being Syria. Maybe it is, I don't know. But anyway, yeah. I know you're saying because, like, that happened the same thing where, like, Crystal Palace at the time was a sick team. And they had, like, Benteke, Zaha, and they had the other guy, the French dude, what's his name? Kabaye. Oh, Yohan Kabaye, yeah. yeah. They had their sixth squad, but they were, like, weren't, like... Did they also have Yohan Gorkov? Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. good, too. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck's happening? They, they signed that kid at one time, um, what the fuck's his name? Uh, he played for Barcelona for a little bit. Affleck? Wait, are you talking about Stoke? I'm talking about Crystal Palace. Talking about, yeah, sorry, oh, lost on me. No, <laughs> he's lost in the wind. But okay. Anyway. okay, but anyway, yeah. So that's my. So do you, do you both choose Liverpool? Are we both? Are you? Are do you two Chelsea fans choosing Liverpool as the best offseason signing? Well, hopefully yes. Chelsea will signed, be like, one in the guy. next week. Well, two, Robert Green. <laughs> also, oh yeah, oh good, Robert Green and the coach. <laughs> really, sorry, had no nothing to do with it. He said. Well, no, it's just sorry, that nothing, he was like, he's like, who who's this guy? The reason why they did it is because if you for the past like three or four years, the third string goalie's always been foreign. And it takes up one of the spots of a non domestic right. player. And so they did it in just three years, Chelsea's third string goalie hasn't played a single second. So They said yeah. fuck it, why but not? Also, just... How about Arrow if he plays like a kid in the World Cup, Rob Green might be the backup. Or like that too, like I really wanted I saw at a time Joe Hart was like looked to play. Yeah. Which would have been fine. Yeah. Because <laughs> he would have got his confidence back. So we'll see how that goes. Okay. Well I just kinda wanna also bring up for people that haven't really watched Premier League, Premier League teams that you might want to watch, things like games that might be exciting. I mean, teams that you obviously want to watch are the big guys like Chelsea, Arsenal, Man United, Liverpool. Um, who else am I missing in that group? So I say I didn't say City. Um, so like those five teams are probably like your big hitters. Then Tottenham too is exciting. Um, I would say. I mean, they're exciting to watch now. They didn't used to be, but now they're pretty exciting. At least for a time, they weren't that exciting to they watch. They like a pretty solid World Cup squad. Yeah. I think that, I mean, they could definitely be something that's exciting. But Wolves, as a team that just came up, I'm excited to watch them. I feel like they'll be fun. Um, if you want to watch West Ham crumble, like they always do every season, uh, we can watch West Ham crumble. That might be fun for you if you want to watch a team suffer that, like, has spent so much money on a brand-new stadium. Um, that was last year, I think, was the first year they played yeah. in a brand-new stadium. Andy Carroll does his ACL. Andy Car- yeah, Andy Carroll having oh. sex, jumping out, of, uh, jumping out of a girl's window, break, tearing his ACL. Um, that could be fun. I think Leicester. I think Leicester City could make. I don't know. I just, I just keep thinking back to 2015 when they won the Premier League, or 2015-2016 season. So you've already won like eleven games in the row. Yeah, it was absurd. It was the, that was the most fun time I've ever had watching the Premier League. So you just gotta find one of these teams. They'll. I mean, they'll definitely be. There's definitely exciting teams out there. Exciting games. I mean, you gotta get rivalry games. Like biggest rivalries: Liverpool versus United. It's a big rivalry. Then you've also got Liverpool versus Everton. Big rivalry. And United City, um, Chelsea, I guess. Was, I mean, Chelsea. What was it? Arsenal. I, guess. I would say Arsenal, but I would also say I would also say I guess Tottenham, kind of too, right? It was like another yeah. kind of big one. Well, Liverpool. Have you seen Liverpool every time? Yeah, of course. That's like the old. That's like the oldest rival. That's the Merseyside, biggest oldest rival. Yeah, Merseyside derby. Fulham Chelsea is another big one. Yeah, that's true. So that'll be back. That's like back for the first time, right? though. Yeah. That's like the first time it's been back in a while. So that's actually probably exciting to watch that one first off. Like that'll be a good time. Um, so those are exciting matches to watch, you know. An influx of a lot of players in the Premier League. I didn't feel like that that many big players left. Like, not any, like many huge players left, you know what I mean? So I feel like there's a lot of talent this year in the Premier League that, like, more so than ever has been. So it should be exciting to watch. I don't, you know, I think it's going to be a good time. Also, Wolves signed uh, Jao Moutinho, which is huge yeah. for a team that just got promoted. Jao Moutinho is a pretty good player for Monaco. Like, he's been kind of on the roster forever. Um, I feel like that would be... 
that's a huge signing. You know, I don't know. I'm excited for Bowles the most. Like, I think I'm going to follow them the most this season because I don't have a Premier League team. Lock it in. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to lock it in. I'm just going to say I'm going to follow them more so than I would. Those are your Browns. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Good point. Yeah. Those are my Browns for this year. Good point. Yeah. That's a re- you know what? Great comparison. That's why we have these binds in this podcast. Um, Joe, you wearing white socks? It's embarrassing. All right, well, moving on besides Joe's white socks that don't match his outfit at all. Um, just some other news that's happened in the Premier League this year that you guys might not have heard of. So yellow cards and red cards for the first time are going to be shown to badly behaved managers on the sideline. And anybody think also on the bench, too. So, like, the manager keeps yapping in the fourth official's, like, ear is the guy that sets up the time, the substitutions, for those who don't know who the fourth official is. Um, he's the one with the board that always just does the board stuff, basically. He's just, like, as low on, as on the totem pole as you can get besides maybe the VAR referees. Um, so the managers are yapping in their ear and, like, screaming from the sideline that the ref for bad decisions are, like, gesturing obscenely. They'll get a yellow or a red card so they can be ejected from the game. They can be cautioned in the game so they know. If they accumulate too many red yellow cards, I think they get, like, get suspended just, like, how players get suspended what? too. So it's going to be interesting to see. This is a new concept that they're trying to, as I said, clean up football, a.k.a. soccer, because we can we get interchange between both. You know, we're Americans. We're fluent in both languages, English and American. Um, so we could be shown to both. Um, so that's something that's going to be exciting and new brought to the Premier League. And I think that they're also – are they bringing VAR to the Premier League this season? Are they using it? I don't know. I can't remember off the top of my head. We'll have to look that up. Somebody search on your phone. No, but I think – didn't they already have Golan technology, or was that my, my fucking stupid? No, they didn't have that. They didn't have, like, where the, the watch goes off and the ball crosses the line? No. I don't believe so. Maybe. I don't know. I, I think. Oh, I think they had that last season. Maybe they did. What? The goal line technology? Yeah. They did. Oh, so, like, the ref gets it on his watch, and yeah. it goes, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah okay. So, really so you're not crazy. <laughs> yeah, so you're not, you're not crazy. Like, I don't, I don't care about diving, but if Ashley Cole dives this season, I think. Oh, no, you mean, you mean Ashley Young. <laughs> Ashley, not Ashley Cole. Ashley Cole, who's in the... Where is he? LA Galaxy. LA Galaxy. <laughs> That's right. He's been there for a while, too. It's a lot done. Yeah. Um, okay, and then... Uh, so that's something that's probably, I mean, this is an interesting aspect that they're bringing to the Premier League. I don't know. I've never seen that done before, so that'll be cool to see Jurgen Klopp when he's screaming on the sideline get a yellow card. Or Mourinho when he's complaining all the time, get a, get a yellow card. He's going to get sent out all the time. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be the best. That's, that's the best scenario for me because I hate Mourinho more than anything. He's <laughs> so Champions League? No, because he, <laughs> ruined, he ruined Iker Casillas' career. He destroyed the Madrid team. They had to completely rebuild it with Ancelotti and Zidane. So I'm just I'm so tired of Mourinho's bullshit. Then he goes back to Chelsea, ruins Chelsea. He won. He didn't well, win any championship. You want to know why? It's because that was when Messi went off. Messi had. Well, that's with Pep Guardiola just like shit two. on Mourinho, just like he's doing now in the Premier League. Messi had like two in a row. That's when the Clasico was fucking sick. That's when it was amazing. When the, oh, when Madrid would lose five nothing, I had to sit there and watch, and they just fight all the time. Yeah, yeah. And, and and Mourinho like, was just a big baby. And then he like everything. poke someone's eye on yeah. the sideline. Yeah, that's yeah. The Tito Villanova, who rest in peace, he's dead. But yeah, he poked Tito Villanova, Villanueva, I think is yeah, Villanueva, in the eye. He actually was the ex Barcelona coach, died of cancer. Rest in peace, Descansa and Paz, and Descansa and Paz, right? Paz. Path. That's how you say it with Spanish. Path with a Z in Spanish. That's how you do it. Um, just so everyone has a little that little bit of lesson in them. Uh, but other than that, let's give you some kind of like some preseason news if you guys have been missing out. Um, so Jorginho, I don't know if you guys want to talk about him playing for Chelsea. He played pretty unbelievably he this preseason. Really good yeah. in both games. I don't want to get too excited. But he's a new um, signing, so you better get pretty excited. That's a big deal. We'll see once how the season goes. But he hasn't misplaced a pass yet. So he's 100% on passing right now? Yeah. Are you kidding me? No. That's unbelievable. How did I not see that statistic? So That's insane. And then Bobby good signing, huh? came in and gave Boy like his first pass. <laughs> oh, good. So he's still, he's already in mid-season yeah. form. Okay. He's consistent. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. That's what you want in players, consistency, even if they suck. Um, but if you're a Chelsea fan, I guess you're one big signing, Jorginho. That's a pretty big signing. And then hopefully another one. Because the window closes for those who don't hopefully know, next Thursday another at 9 p.m. So, they, yeah, they close it earlier than the other leagues. So, like, all the other leagues in the world still get to keep their transfer window open longer. With the Premier League, they voted to close it earlier, so that way they'd have their roster set for the season this year. Such babies. You know, it's being, it's being annoying. Yeah, they're just basically just being really fucking annoying with that. Because, like, the most exciting thing is waiting until July. What is it? No, August 31st, waiting until transfers yeah. are all set. Literally, like, a, t- a couple guys have never played in August, and then they left. <laughs> yeah, so it's just, like, amazing. That's what, that's what like, makes it so fun. That. That's what makes it so much fun. But now they, the Premier League owners don't want to have fun. That's the bottom line. They just don't care about having fun. It's all about themselves. Uh, but that was, for, for Chelsea, 
exciting about Jorginho, but more exciting, we're proud of you for Americans, Pulisic, and Dortmund versus Liverpool game that was played, I think, where was it, in, like, Pennsylvania, right? I think it was in Philly, or no, uh, am I making that up? Dortmund. Maybe. I can't remember what stadium was that. But anyway, on American soil, Pulisic scores two for Dortmund against Liverpool Dude, and potentially so gets awesome. them to win. I watched that game, and he was unbelievable it's in that so game. Sick, and especially because he's playing in the United States, and like all everyone was at the game was there for him specifically. He actually got a pitch invader who came on and tried hugging him and tried taking a picture with him. And like the good guy he is goes over and hugs the kid and takes a picture with him. It was like, you know, that's kind of the superstar status at 19 with that in the United States. It's a pretty big deal. Kids want to jump on the field for you? Yeah. That's kind of awesome. Kind of awesome. Good for Pulisic. We're proud of you for getting a first pitch invader. That's awesome. <laughs> now you're really making it. You're like making strides in this, uh, in this kid, world here. The kid ran by like fucking Royce and like... <laughs> yeah, he just didn't give a shit about anybody else. He's just like, I want, I want Pulisic. And he goes and gets Pulisic's picture and everything like that. Really a heartwarming moment. So we are proud of you for sure. Um, next, next on the preseason things that also can kind of go with crazy shit of the week, but I'll include it in preseason. Pep Guardiola tells all of his players if like he knows that some of them, he's like, I know you hate me. If it, if hating me helps you play bit better, this is a locker room talk. If hating you helps me, if hating me helps you play better, hate me more. I don't care, but play better. It's it's kind of beast. Like that's a beast tactic to just be like, fuck you if you hate me. Do, if it fuels your fire, then then keep it going. Like, I don't care. Hate me more. I'll do more shit to make piss you off. So kind of awesome on that part of Guardiola to go in there in the locker room and kind of just set it straight with everybody. Like, I don't care if you hate me. If it helps you play better, then I, that, I've done my job. So I'm kind of, as much as I've hated Guardiola in the past, I'm kind of warming up to him. I think he's a great tactician, number one. Like, obviously he gets his tactics right. He revolutionized the way the Premier League plays. And um, I don't know. I'm just like... <laughs> pumped that he did that so now I'm like kind of on his side um now who else now who else do we have to talk about um in this preseason I don't know I guess is there like I mean besides Mourinho complaining but it's not really anything new like he just he's saying that he's got a depleted squad like I don't know what else is there that he wants more transfers it's not fair he's saying that like he wouldn't pay any money to go watch United play since they don't have enough players that Alexis is playing by himself essentially like all the poor youth players that are like trying to go out there and impress and impress him he's not even giving them a shot he's just like fuck you I don't care what you do I'm mad that I don't have the transfers that I want to have it's like when we win no he's out he's partying in LA right now he could go play with them he could go put on his cleats and go play but he's partying in LA instead yeah he he doesn't give a shit anymore yeah he just he was the star of the World Cup does whatever he wants now and he's just like you know what Mourinho I hold all the cards now fuck you I saw a crazy thing too about fucking Griezmann did you see that where he's been playing oh the guy that loves Derek Rose Griezmann yeah <laughs> he said like he's ever since he's been in France and I thought he's been playing 450 games he's only missed like 3 games really holy shit I did not see that statistic and because of an injury like I was injured for three games. That was, and that's it. He's only been injured for three but games. Out of that, his whole career, he's literally played every single like, Good game. for him. That's nuts. That's, a, that's an absurd statistic. He's like the Cal Ripken Jr. of like Iron, the Iron Man, basically. Iron Horse, whatever whatever he is. Um, so, good. I mean, good for Griezmann. Kind of, not really preseason news, but just kind of an interesting fact for everybody. Yeah, just, there you go. Um, he's in the, the break room. And I don't know if you guys have seen the video yet of Messi playing with this giant-ass dog. That thing is huge. That, uh, number one, the, the thing is a beast. Number two, that looks like so much fun. Like, And also, Messi, that, uh, Messi's touch is amazing. Because that is so fucking good. Yeah, I, like, I was looking at it, like, I don't think I could do that with a beach ball with my dog, who's like, <laughs> like two feet off the ground. So that's just really impressive by Messi. If you haven't seen that video, it kind of makes you like like Messi more if you're a big Messi guy. kind of makes you appreciate him more. So um, I would go in and I would watch that video. Um, but that's all really that happened this preseason. I feel like there wasn't that much. Like I feel like preseason wasn't talked about that much just because of the World Cup. And also I think because it wasn't in has, – has because I remember one year they had like every team play in the USA. Do you remember that? It was like a tour of the USA and every team played like either Michigan, they played in... Well, like, that was when Real Madrid and Man United that? played and they broke the record of the, of, most, like, the most attendance ten, ever in the United States. It's like, like 100, to almost 110,000 in the city. But then like, I think like Barcelona and Atlanta is like a big one too. But yeah. like, I feel like you're right. It hasn't had more... Where's the game tonight? Miami. Okay. Last year's El Clasico was there. Like preseason El Clasico oh, yeah, was right. in Miami, if you remember that. So yeah. That's but, right. Yeah. Yeah, see? But, yeah, I just feel like this tournament hasn't gotten any publicity because just because of the World Cup. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Got pushed to the wayside. Everyone's like, ah. Oh. Um, so, I mean, but, to, but hopefully everyone tomorrow when you're listening to this, watch the Real Madrid game tonight. Because I think today my stomach is just not agree with me. Oh, okay, good. So you had a good weekend, that means. <laughs> it's still catching up with you right now? 
Nah, I'm fine. I, I just went to Zach Brown on Saturday, which is unreal. Well, good for you. I didn't get to do that. <laughs> it makes me kind of sad, because that sounds like a lot of fun. Tailgate was wild. Yeah, I feel like you only went for the tailgate. <laughs> yeah. 75% of you went for the tailgate, 25% went for the music. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Is that fair? Is that a fair statistic? Oh, easily, Okay, yeah. good. All right. Um, moving on. We're going to get to our transfer news live team squad squad team six um, reporting reporting live. Every every transfer I guess that we're kind of missing or at least trying to get because there's a new transfer every day. It's hard to write all of these down. But the first one I want to bring up is Chelsea fans. Are you guys nervous at all? At all nervous about William Hazard or Courtois potentially leaving Chelsea still? Um, I think Courtois could leave as William could. I'm pretty confident Hazard's going to stay. I don't know why he was saying, like, oh, Chelsea knows what they need to do to keep me here. I'm like, dude, did anything happen to keep him here? That, like, but did it, you, like, like tell, let us know so the I think he wants more money. Like, dude, like, stay. <laughs> I think he's wearing the number 10 jersey. I mean, he's a fan favorite. I think he captains sometimes, too, when Gary Cahill's out, right? Like, he sometimes he gets the armband, depending on who's in and who's out. Yeah. Right? Uh, Chris Wall sometimes will get it. Yeah, and then. Aspie. And preseason, it's been Fabregas after the week. Really? Oh, okay. All right, well, anyway, so I think that he kind of is in that mix of, like, he gets everything that he wants already. I think he just wants more money. And you know who can give him more money? Real Madrid. They just lost <laughs> a huge contract with Cristiano Ronaldo. I'm just saying. Putting it out there. I don't think he'll go either. I think he's going to stay. At, I think if a move was going to happen, it would have already happened. So I think that's kind of just, like, it at this point. Like, I think it's already decided. So I think if people that could lead Chelsea's potentially Courtois could go to Madrid, and they're talking about William potentially going to Madrid, but then, too. So I don't why, want But why would he go to Madrid, though? Like, think about, like, wouldn't he want to go to Madrid for Zidane? Wouldn't he want to go to Madrid for Cristiano Ronaldo? Like, I, well, now he gets to be the main man who goes to Madrid. Imagine being the main man at Madrid. It sounds stressful as fuck. So I think that's why he's a little bit hesitant to say, like, oh, well, now Zidane's not there as, like, a scapegoat kind of when things go wrong. Yeah, like, what, what, like he would want to be, like, part. I mean, I guess he could play with Gareth Bale, kind of cool, and, like, you know, yeah. Asensio and uh, yeah. Isco. Like, Modric, Cruz, Ramos. Yeah, like, just name up all. Veron, who's won a million trophies at the age of yeah, 25. Marcelo, you know. Like, oh, you like, know, just the average, you know, your average run of the middle player. But I feel like Chris Shadow would have been, like, the... Yeah, but then he would get the number seven jersey. No, but he could be number ten. Why is Modric ten? Yeah, who's seventeen? I don't know. You see, I don't think Hazard don't wants to now. be the seven. He wants to be a ten. No, seven is an iconic. Seven at Madrid. <laughs> you know, seven is an iconic number at United. Seven is an iconic Beckham, number at Madrid yeah. too. That's like another one. That's like Beckham. the most coveted jersey. Um, but yeah, so I, so for those three, <laughs> Memphis to five. Oh yeah, that was, that was a good that was a good run there. Poor guy. Um, yeah, Jesus. You got um, his tattoo though after. Big lion on his back. Yeah, <laughs> the beast. That's also a fucking awesome tattoo. That's an awesome awesome tattoo. Um, but Pulisic radar. Like this, let's put this out there. Supposedly Chelsea, Bayern, and Real Madrid for around sixty million are interested in Pulisic. Potentially, what I'm hearing now is next season after 2019 that he won't renew his contract with Bayern with. Uh, Dortmund and would try to sign for a Premier League side. His dad said that he's always thought about playing in the Premier League. You heard it here first. Yeah, so we're just saying that Breaking news. potentially Pulisic to the Premier League next season or Real Madrid for some reason was linked with him. I don't know how that happened. Whatever Tim, happened, we could do it for Tim. Whatever happened to your boy uh, Odegaard? Is he still on Madrid? Like, I don't know. I think he's out there preseason. He's out there preseason, but he gets loaned out every year. Do I don't know. Maybe, yeah. Like the Iceland, oh, he was like, six, hopeful. He Norwegian, was like, and he's 16 years uh, old, and they signed him to this ridiculous mega contract. Nuts. And, <laughs> like, like 20 million. And he fell off. Now he's playing a lot better, supposedly. He's like behind locked doors, doesn't see the sunlight yet. Yeah, yeah basically. He looks pale as a ghost, so that might be true. Like, it might just have him, like, you know. Whatever, but he's... They but, call, like, the Norwegian Morning Kid, like, on YouTube, look at his highlights. So yeah. He fucks everyone up with, like, with the ball. Yeah, games. but then he gets to... Then he gets started playing for Alan Trid. It's like, oh, well, he's not as good as we thought he I was. I sent him to the, the Beast Box. Yeah, that's, letter, and then he went down to the C-Squad eventually, and then he got loaned out, and now he's doing a lot better. So, he's with preseason with <laughs> he's that. He's only recovering. Yeah, but also something I want to put on your guys' radar. I don't know if you've heard about this one. Mbappe tried convincing Conte to go to PSG. Did you guys see that? I did. Yeah, yeah and super I love, agent. And I love the uh, the shot down. Someone saying like Conte never. PSG coach like I never spoke to him. Spoke to him yeah, but and Mbappe did. He's, <laughs> he's putting things. Mbappe oh, is knowing things. Yeah. What, what, what does he know? Uh, he, he's the biggest superstar in the world at like 19 years. Not the biggest superstar, but he's a big superstar at 19 years old. 
Conte's a little bit of intent. He, you know, he's a beta. Like, you know, he's an alpha on the field, but a beta off the field. You know what? So Conte could potentially just be wooed by a 19-year-old kid wheeling and dealing. Who then goes to Real Madrid. (laughs) Yeah, and then just leaves. All right, see you later. Thanks for coming. Thanks for showing up. Sorry about that. I had to go. I had to go. And hopefully Real Madrid eventually get him at some point. I would love it if Mbappe was on Madrid. That'd be so much fun. It's the Spanish people just like running by them like they're nothing. Yeah, yeah. He just sprint. He literally just does full field sprints. That's all he needs to do. Um, and then our most recent, probably the most dramatic signing of the offseason, Barcelona signed Malcolm from Bordeaux, yeah. Brazilian winger, official. He was supposed to go to Roma. At the 11th hour, Barcelona come calling and say, you know what, Malcolm, how about you join us? I think the fee was like around $40 million or something like that. I think he had like his Roma medical and everything as well. And then he like just the, said, fuck yeah. you, and they pick, picked up and left. Yeah. And so the Roma president said that, it really pissed off in Barcelona, kind of like half-heartedly apologized, being like, oh, you know, whatever, like, you know, our apologies that you thought you were going to get him, but like, you know, he's been on our radar, we spoke with him, he wanted to come to Barcelona, and Barcelona president's like, not good enough, you have to give us Messi if you want if you want to well, apologize. It's fair to Barcelona, they shouldn't have to apologize. No, who gives it's a shit? It's Malcolm's fault, yeah. if anything, like, yeah. Yeah, blame Malcolm. Why is it not? In the, and so, um, yeah, so like, they're making this big deal because Barcelona play Roma tonight in preseason. And they like, yeah, this is a, tonight as in August, July 31st in Atlanta. Dude, I don't know. That's just like, that's his fucking deal. So he just lost a sick deal. That's it. Like, yeah. take him the chin. Score yeah, that's it. Yeah, his first game was in a shootout. What, for Barcelona? And that new kid, Arthur, scored in high school. Arthur. He's supposed to be really good. Yeah, he's supposed to be the next Iniesta for them. So. Arthur. That's yeah. his name. Arthur, Arthur. Arthur. Can we just give me? <laughs> yeah, oh, we have to learn how to Photoshop well enough where we can get a picture of him and then just doing the Arthur beam. <laughs> Anytime he does anything, we just put that up as like our you know social media platform thing. Um, but yeah, so that's um, so that's what happened. Some drama during transfers, which you know never happens during transfers. Any kind of drama, like the Hayes fax machine scandal. What annoys me is like baseball's trade line, like deadline kind of ends, crazy today. It ends today, but everything when it's confirmed, it just happens. Yeah, and they, the awesome. teams announce it. Soccer. There's so many rumors. Twenty different teams, and then they stay. Like, yeah, it's it's so insane. Rumors like. A year in advance. Well, Ronaldo yeah. should have been back at United in 2010 if everything yeah. that was confirmed should happen. Like, like, after the World Cup, they did really well with Ronaldo when he said, oh, I'm going to Juve. Well, like, what the fuck? Well, after, well, and also, after the Champions League final, when he's had his comment about knowing, not knowing what his future was going to hold, I was like, oh, shit. That's kind of bad that he said that. Normally, he's always just like, oh, I want to retire. I'm with Real Madrid, blah, blah, blah. And then when he said that, I was like, oh, shit. Well, this Jared Bale said that, too. And yeah, but now, but now I think he needed Ronaldo to leave to be like, all right, yeah, no, like, that <laughs> yeah, was my idea. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 I didn't mean what I said. No, no, I take, I take it back. <laughs> yeah, dude, 100%. So confirmed by us, Bale is staying at Real Madrid. Oh, easily. Confirmed. Um, and then everyone kind of forgets this signing by Real Madrid last season. They signed Vinicius, who's like this Brazilian superstar, dubbed the next Neymar. He wears braces, so kind of weird that he's still. I mean, he's only eighteen, so it's kind of slack. But he wears braces, playing playing soccer for Real Madrid. Ton of skill. If you've not seen Real Madrid's Instagram page, he's got a ton of like videos of him burning people. Hold on, hold on. This guy, I get it. He's a millionaire. He can't get Invisalign. That, that's the first thing I think of, too. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's the first thing I always think of when they wear braces, too. But, no, he didn't. He has braces, so he actually has braces. But he's a 17-year-old kid. They signed for $45 million from Brazil. Had a great season last season. Comes to Madrid. is already lighting it up right now in the preseason, supposedly. So I'm excited to watch him play in real game tonight if he does get some minutes. I would assume that he would, but who knows. But that's some people forget that Real Madrid signed him last season. Now he's with them this season. And then they also signed a goalie, Lunin, who might take over if he's good enough. Nineteen-year-old Ukrainian kid um, for Kaylor Navas. If Kaylor Navas starts slipping up, yeah, nineteen, another nineteen-year-old. Also, wait, hold on. We've been talking about this. Karras is still on Liverpool, right? Yeah, and he had he's had a nightmare. Pre-season. So what's happening with that? He's not gonna play. He's not gonna see. He's not gonna see a fucking Who's minute. Start over him, Allison. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Some in training. Yeah. And he's not fucking up, unlike Carrius, who fucks up every other day. And then goes on Instagram and just, like, for those who think it's funny to, like, make fun of me, I, I, I you know, I pray for you because that's a bad person to be or whatever. It's like, dude, fuck you. You, like, made this whole big deal about how you're a <laughs> If you didn't make it a big deal, this would never, like, none of this would have blown up. But because they made it a big deal, it blew yeah. up in his face. So uh, maybe next time, don't be a little bitch about it. And just, you know, take it like a man. Be like, all right, I fucked up. Let's move on from it. So now it's a detention. Yeah, no, I. Uh, not, that's my non-biased opinion of everything. Yeah, that's my non-biased opinion of everything. Um, I don't know if there was anything else um, to say about like any transfers. Remember, Charleston, who played for Watford, went to Everton for forty-four million pounds, which is like 
ridiculous, considering I don't think he was that good. But for, for forty-four million, I didn't think that was that big. And then they also signed Lucas Digne from Barcelona for eighteen mil. Yeah. So now they've got their left back replacement, kind of I would say, for Leighton Baines. So potentially, you know, Everton looking potentially pretty good. Like you know, who knows how they can do? I mean, they they up they were terrible last season. You know, so it can only go up from here. You, you know, like that's just kind of how because the Queen really has so much hype going back home. True. I just scored his first MLS goal this past week. So I know, that's, that's pretty sick. Yeah, good for and him. Got a bloody nose. And he got and, and you know in true Englishman fashion had a bloody nose. It was yeah. beast about oh, it. What? Oh, what? I'm fine, man. I'm fine. No, dude, you're bleeding everywhere. <laughs> um, and then we're gonna, we're gonna go to we're gonna go to from here because there's not really unless you guys have any other interesting transfers you want to break because we are you know the ultimate sayers of transfers and what goes on uh, like in the I world. Like I said, I keep seeing on Twitter right now. It's either Arturo Vidal or Modric to Inter Milan, and it's like all pretty serious. And it's like Trent. If, if Luka Modric loses, if, if Luka Modric leaves, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill myself. Well, if you think I'm gonna this, jump off the top of my building. Do you know why I will believe that transfer over the Vidal? Because Modric played Inter with, with Paris and Trez, and he had that. Yep. No, well, well he could play with Paris. I'm signed, just saying, with someone, someone could be like, they could just be like, got for Salka on the and, and, right and, back. and yeah. he's just like, hey, yeah. like you know. We had a just good World Cup. Do you want to come play with me in yeah. Italy? We played against Ronaldo. I would, like, I would cry. And then the enters the Champions League as well. Oh I'd be, God. I'd be so pissed off if he left Real Madrid. I wouldn't know what to do with myself, to be quite honest with you. That crazy that that connection. That's it. I think that's some. That's that's a deal breaker. And then Kovacic will leave because then he'll go. We're to talking Chelsea. about Kovacic potentially to Chelsea too. That's another link for rumor, but nothing, nothing solid. But that's. If Kovacic leaves, Kovacic is leaving. Well, it also makes <laughs> sense because they have another center midfielder on Inter Milan. Vicinia, he's Uruguay, and Chelsea are really, really heavy, heavily linked with him today. So maybe that's like their replacement. It's Taco Tuesday. Yeah. What are they doing? You gotta hurry up by Friday. I know. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna fucking lose my shit. So they wait to text each other, hey, I'm gonna email you the PDF of your contract. <laughs> <laughs> can you sign it and send it back? Can you print it and then sign it and then print it? <laughs> so um, Use camp scan and send it back, please. Thanks. Um, okay. Uh, I don't know. I think that's I think that's it for transfers. Uh, you know, we're coming up pretty close to the end of the transfer window for the EPL, so I think most transfer moves are kind of die down after that because there's a lot of in and out with the Premier League. I guess the Italian League too, for the most part. Um, but we're gonna move on to our favorite segment, crazy shit of the week. Um, so I'm gonna go with my pick. I might do two. I don't really know, but I think that Obama. So this is so. Let me just let me preface this. Obama is in the news for soccer right now. So. After so he, he took a visit to Spain. He met with like the the king, like the president of the king and the president of Spain. And then he also met with um, the 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 head guy. I don't know if it's like the chairman. I don't know what it's called. The, oh no, the president of the Royal Spanish like Federation of Soccer. Um, the guy that actually ended up sacking Lopetegui two days before the World Cup, met with him. I don't know why. Like, I don't know why he's part of the guy that was greeting Obama to this to Spain, but he was. And Obama actually spoke with him first saying that you know I know it was a really tough decision that you made to you know sack you know your coach two days before the World Cup but I gotta commend it because you know sometimes inaction is the hardest thing to do because it draws the most criticism blah 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 and so this guy Rubiales was just like oh you know Obama agreed with my decision so everyone should back the fuck off like you know my decision was right because Obama said it was you know it was so so pretty impressive that Obama number one knows what he's talking about when it comes to soccer because supposedly Rubiales also said that Obama prompted all this conversation about soccer himself and knew all this information himself. What? Pretty impressive. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if Obama knew he was being... He had an earpiece with some guy, like... Something had to be going team. on, because I don't know that Obama <laughs> knows that much. Maybe because he lived in D.C. and he knew about Wayne Rooney coming over, he's like, oh, I guess i got to learn about soccer now, you know? I don't know, potentially. Just saying, just throwing it out there as potential. Or, or this could be a Wayne Rooney infiltration. Oh, somehow. God damn it. Yeah, it's all tied back. It's all coming back. Obama lives in D.C. still. So, but like, is he part of Wayne? Is he also on Wayne Rooney's side? Like, is he all, is Wayne Rooney whispering things to Obama because Obama's also on trying to get Trump out of the White House? And then something about Russia. Some, somewhere <laughs> in there. We'll figure it out. We're, we're putting the pieces together. I'm it's all dots. there. I'm dots <laughs> the information is all there. Um, but yeah, that's my, that was my crazy shit of the week. And I have one more. Um, Chelsea are giving sorry, so we talked about this a little bit earlier in the podcast, his own smoking area at Stamford Bridge to accommodate for his bad habit. So is smoking cool now? That's fucking sick. Like, they're, they're, they're encouraging smoking, essentially. They'd be yeah, like, here you go. Like, like, you and yeah. don't, don't English people, like, love smoking? True. <laughs> yeah. That's how you say it. <laughs> yeah. That's how you what? say it. 
Okay, moving on. That was my crazy shit of the week. For those two, I don't know if you guys had. I actually anything. read that. That um, I read the. I had a screenshot on my phone. Uh, Ozil's letter when he retired. And I had a, like on the training day. I was like, oh fuck, I gotta read this thing. So I read it, and it was actually pretty. Um, it was pretty fucked up. Like what happened? Uh, him like quitting and stuff, and then they're saying how like. So this is kind of a sad crazy shit of the week. Yeah, it was just wild because he was. It was like all German high soccer officials were like. Like anti-immigrants and like, but also like, obviously he said like one main thing that kind of stuck out in the, the article or the letter he wrote was that like when he's when he wins like the World Cup he's a German, but when he loses I saw that, yeah. he's a Turkish. And I agree. I mean, I agree. I kind of agree with that too, though, because you think about it. Whenever he does really well, everyone's like, "Oh my god, he's like one of the best German like center mids that like are in the world right now." Like he's the best like maybe playmaking. German midfielder that ever existed, yeah. and then when he sucks, everyone's just like, "Oh my God, this Turkish immigrant." But I think it's true. No, I think he's got. A point. I, I think I think he had like at least another World Cup, maybe like. Just twenty ten, he had played really. Well. I don't know if you remember this. We got signed for Madrid right after. In twenty ten, he had a really good World Cup. He was playing yeah. so like with when he was playing with the, obviously when he's in Madrid, he was just killing it. When yeah. I mean his first season at Arsenal, first he had first such, couple months at he Arsenal, had such like yeah, a, he was on uh, fire, heavy. Um, when he was playing that fast pace and like with those guys in that squad, it's just insane. And then, but like this letter he wrote, like he said, literally was like calling out these guys' names, puts it in bold, says you, blah blah blah, said this this. I was like, oh fuck! I go if I was at the German like head chair guy, yeah. like, yo, what the fuck? But we had just one of the best players on our team quit and then put us on blast in front of the whole world. Well, it's funny because Bayern's president even said he's like. Ozil's been crap for years. It's like, dude, whoa, like, okay, like, that's kind of a harsh thing to say. And you're like, also, too, like, helping yeah. out Ozil's argument, saying, like, yeah. the, with that criticism like that, you know But, I mean? like, the, F- the German FA is, like, ruling out, they're being like, no, no, it wasn't about racism, like, like you know, our, our, like, how we treated the whole, like, Erdogan thing when he went with the Turkish president. It's like, it wasn't about racism or anything like that, but Ozil, like, makes a good point, and he, like, everything that he wrote in his letter, I kind of agree with him. I'm kind of thinking to myself, like, okay, everyone gave him so much shit only because he played bad. If he played well, everyone would be like, oh, it's not a big deal. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it, Gunagan didn't even play, so I think, like, that's the whole thing where he didn't get criticized for because he didn't play bad. But Ozil didn't have a good World Cup, so everyone made him the scapegoat for the whole entire thing. Loves it. Which is like, ever, do, do you forget that Jerome Boateng and Matt Hummels maybe had the worst World Cups of all time? And also, too, you also remember, like, Smelly Hands, Joe Kumlo, also... Smelly Hands. Said they I like could, that. They couldn't have sex. Yeah. And then all, he didn't bring Sané, the best player, probably Germany's... One of the best players Germany's produced yeah. so far. Yeah. And left off the guys for the game-winning goal. Um, Mario Gozo. So I just don't understand, like, what the yeah, fuck? But it's always, <laughs> but it's always Hill's fault. Yeah, it's just playing. So I agree. This is crazy shit of the week. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do, I do agree weird. with that. Um, and Joe, you gotta choose one. Uh, mine will be the Tottenham players and the Minnesota Vikings switching sports today, and the Tottenham players were significantly better at football than they were at soccer. So everyone always says, "Oh, we're not good at soccer because our best athletes don't play soccer." But yep. No, but then the argument's like, oh, if you train them from a young age, like, yeah. blah, 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 blah. It's like, fuck off. It takes more than that. So you I just thought I mean? it was, like, really funny that, like, they were significantly better at American football than the Vikings players were in soccer. Yep. Like, I'm were sure you can imagine. Yeah, like, ball. you know what they look like. They were towing the ball, yeah. and, like, they were like, they putting did. their hands up whenever like, they, they don't do get something. how to, like, wrap around a ball. You know, <laughs> you know that thing, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's pretty I amazing. Exactly. I mean, not, not by any means that the Tottenham players were good at football, but they were But I think it's a lot harder for, like, an adult who doesn't use their feet or know how to use her feet to try to use her feet yep. <laughs> it's also like it's so tough but I also think it's like a that. very foreign concept for someone from like Africa or Asia or Europe to like the technique to throw a football agreed oh no shot yeah, yeah. Agreed. it's amazing unless like they like you said before like like them trying to wrap their foot around like yeah and then it goes like out of bounds <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but they're so quick I know yeah. <laughs> oh my but God, it's like it's a so... different quick yeah. yeah so I thought that was like pretty insane Okay, well, I'm, we're going to do one more segment, potentially. We're going to try to call Matt Lewis and see what he's up to. Let's see if he answers. He might, he might not. So everyone just hang on a second. We'll get him, we'll get him on the horn, is what I'm going to say, because I feel like I haven't said that. We're calling him now.
Your call has been forwarded we'll to an automated voicemail. voice messaging system. At the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Hey, Matt. Um, I guess you're big-timing us now, huh? You're over at Swope Park Rangers, and you don't have any more time for the podcast when we call you, huh? Well, you're going to be on this week's episode. We're going to be ripping you right now in half, so everyone say one mean thing to Matt for not answering his phone. Uh, nice hair. Good. Uh, Matt, he's in his jeans. Um, Matt, you're bad at Tamelli. That's what we got. All right, Matt, um, since you're too good for us, uh, just consider yourself the worst podcast guest we've ever had. And uh, we wish the worst for Swope Park Rangers. Okay? All right, bye. All right, so that was our interview with Matt Lewis. Thanks for, uh, thanks for tuning into that one. Uh, that's all we got. Next week, remember, we are off. Um, we have, everyone's got a break. Everyone's real happy about that. It seems like that we don't, but we're not going to be recording next week. Uh, so tune in for the following week. We'll be talking about catching up and now we say it every episode, we're catching up on MLS, talking about the La Liga preview, the league one preview and the Bundesliga preview, giving you some uh, ideas about who's going to be good, who's not going to be good, etc. Um, and so hopefully you guys are still tuned into this. I think we still get like average between 60 to 70 listeners a week, which is pretty fucking impressive. So I'm just saying that we've kept it up this long. We've got 12 episodes. Can you believe that? Yeah, actually. This is a 12th episode right now. Seems like it's been more, but it's only been 12. <laughs> or less. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, I was going to say it seems like more. I feel like we do this often. But anyway, okay. Uh, so, yeah, that's all we got for this week. Everyone, have a blessed, you know, I feel like these are vacation weeks, so I think that, like, everyone that's on vacation this week, you know what I mean? Like, please, turn this on at the beach. Turn this up real loud at the beach so everyone can hear the podcast. Enjoy it, you know, get all the Americans into soccer, because we need to win this World Cup in 2022. It just has to be done. There's no other choice. Um, But all right, that's all I got. Everyone say goodbye. Bye, guys. Bye. Okay, that was the least enthusiastic goodbye we had. Goodbye. Goodbye, 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 goodbye.